Hello, I'm Natalie Stout. And I'm CG England. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. We have a very special guest today, Miss Chelsea Dartes, who is the owner, publisher, and really everything of Cookville Lifestyles Magazine. Yeah. Well, some things. I just hired an editor-in-chief, Andrew <gasps> Buckner. Oh my gosh, I love Andrew Buckner. Yes, he, it's been amazing. We need to have him on the podcast. He has oh, like he does everything. full-time jobs. I know. I said, how many of the, what are they, 1099s do you have to yeah. <laughs> submit every year? He has to hold a record for most 1099s. Is it odd that I don't know who he is? Well, this is your you first know? time meeting Chelsea, and I okay. think that's odd. So. I know. Well, you know, I don't you know. You used to be ma- not really mayor of Cookville. I was. Back in the day, I was mayor of Cookville. Y'all just didn't know it. Y'all didn't know I was voted in. It's okay. It's all right. I'm but retired well, I now. knew who you were there before you this. <laughs> it's of course. exciting because we have new people like Chelsea moving into town starting new businesses doing exciting things so on our podcast we like to kind of hear you know who you are today but how you got to where Mm -hmm. you are today because you could sit here and talk about all your success today but I'm willing to bet there's a rough road that kind of got you here yeah right so just tell us a little bit about yourself like growing up where you grew up all that stuff awesome well thanks for having me guys um I grew up in small town East Texas, actually, and um, a lot of people, I don't know why, when I was in the music industry, I was like, shamed to admit it, but I wanted to be a singer. I grew up playing music all around um, Texas every weekend. That's all I did. And then, so I went to Belmont, and I majored in music industry, or um, music business, and, um, and that's in Nashville. So that's how I got to Tennessee, and I quickly found out as soon as I moved to Nashville, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so many better people out there and I don't have the you know That's what it hard yeah though, right like it's kind of like one dream is being crushed but another dream is yeah and I was like I think I just want to work in the industry and I've, I've always had like more of that business mindset anyways and I think it's just you you quickly find out when you move to Nashville oh I'm gonna spend thousands of dollars chasing a dream that's probably it's zero point zero one percent chance it's ever gonna you know come to fruition Mm -hmm. so even with artists I work with I would have that battle in my head but um so I went down the path of music industry and I worked at the Grand Ole Opry I worked at Warner I worked at you know for big artist management companies in the country music realm and then started working full-time in PR when I was a junior in college and um started my own PR company right when I graduated um with a partner and we I spent so much time I worked at a bar too in college and I met so many music industry people there so I had just a really long list of contacts um Mm -hmm. and artists that wanted to work with us immediately when we started the company so it was never anything like we were struggling to get by we were lucky we had clients Mm -hmm. immediately so um it was, it was awesome. I mean, it was really fun. We had an office on Music Row. Uh, we probably had like 10 clients at a time that would wow. juggle country music clients. And we would do like New York media city tours and LA media tours. And of course, all the stuff in Nashville all and the you time. you were young. Yeah, I was 21 when I started the company. What? Yeah. Wow. But my partner was a little bit older and she had come from New York media and had just moved to Nashville. So she didn't have all the Nashville contacts, but she had the national media contacts that I didn't have. So we were a good um, duo. Mm -hmm. 
and she was like 25 but um so much older <laughs> yeah I mean at that age and I that was another thing I was like oh my god I can't tell anybody my age they're not gonna respect me sure you know you try to <laughs> yes especially I feel like for women right yes. like you're a young woman already which is hard in the indie industry and then you're a baby essentially. Right. Yeah. so they're like yeah right exactly yeah and the older ones I mean in the industry definitely were you know annoyed when the new ones would come in but I get it yeah and that's with every industry as well yeah Yeah, like (laughs) she doesn't know what she's doing well let me prove myself right yeah yeah so how long did you do that I had the company for 10 years when I shut it down last year so um we worked with major artists never like an a current a list because that would have been a whole another ball game but it was always like b-list like 90s country people lone star clay walker people yes, like that those are my favorite people yeah. 90s they're my list now <laughs> oh, no. well That's honestly they sunny. were kind of c-list until like yeah. last year and then all of a sudden 90s country has made this resurgence yes I which is cool it. because 90s country was completely different than today's country oh, i mean not and, and I'm, I'm a fan of all of it but yeah. 90s country was i mean it Man. was the voice and it the was. different types of voices you yes. know i mean you go from John Anderson, Sammy Kershaw, yes. like I can go back yes. and I listen to a lot of like nineties country all music. Have, yeah, we really have. And uh, we, me and CG used to ride around yes. tech <laughs> with the windows down, <laughs> screaming at the top of our lungs, not singing. And I had a sunroof, and we would be singing Dixie Chicks. Uh, so I love that the top of our lungs. <laughs> like sometimes I, I bet people were looking at us like. And this is in the middle of the day. In this the middle like, of the day. Yeah, like, like you're dropping me off at Johnson Hall and yeah, like belting out yeah. Dixie Chicks. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, the energy that comes with the 90s music. It's yes. just like the soundtrack to your life. It, you know? it is. It is. Well, there's so much I think you get older like us. How old you are? But, you know, I think you get around mine and CG's age and then you reflect back. And some of those songs you listen to again and you go, wow. You know, yeah. that had a message, yeah. you know? Yes. I mean, like, you know, you're singing it when you're in third grade. You're not oh, thinking yeah. anything about it, Some you of know? the rough stuff, too. I'm like, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder my parents didn't want me to listen to this. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, totally different. So it, it is good to see, though, that, that there are still people. And who came to play um, at Fall Fun Fest? Was it Shenandoah that came and played? Yes, Fall? a few they years did ago. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Like, their voice. Like, it was just like listening to them yeah. years ago. Right. I was so shocked how great their voices were yeah. still. So it is because um, some artists, when they get older, you can hear it, and then some you can't hear like the aging in their voice. It's yes. interesting. It is very a lot of those '90s guys, though, like Clay Walker, sounds exactly the same. Yeah, as oh he my did. God, I loved Clay yeah. Walker. Yes, he was awesome. Yeah. Okay, so um, sorry, we went off. Yeah, we went off on the 1990s country. <laughs> we'll be so here good. like three hours later talking <laughs> about fine. '90s country. So you decided to close your company. Why? Because rewind 2016, my husband got the opportunity to take over um he works for regions he's a financial advisor so he got the opportunity to take over the upper cumberland territory okay or take over i think it was like hermitage territory and the opportunity was better up here so we talked about it and we were like okay you take it and let's still live in nashville and you can commute until we figure out where we want to live so he took it and was commuting, and his territory goes all the way to McMinnville, Smithville, um, Birdstown. Oh, gosh. 
And so he was commuting like two hours each way some days. We were like, okay, this doesn't make sense. We need to move. And we were like, we could live in the middle, like Lebanon. And I'm like, ugh, I don't like Lebanon. There's no community there. It yeah. is crazy how people say that too about Lebanon. Like, you know, yeah. I always think like it's close to Nashville. You know, why wouldn't, but people kind of skip over I it know. to come to us, you it know, is. in real estate. And of course I'm going into real estate stuff. So. Oh, is it like that? Yeah. It's, I, Cause I'm shocked that like Smith County and Wilson County right there have not like you know just explode and I know they've grown yeah. but not exploded because but people it come up the road a little further you know and they come to Cookville they they find out about our micropolitan area and they, yeah. they're like oh we like this because and I we do like, have community so yeah and I feel like Lebanon is a commuter town just like Murfreesboro it, yeah yes. I, agree. I agree you know so people probably don't go out into the community as much as they do here right, right. Okay. anyway um, so we chose Cookville. So we moved to Cookville in 2016, but I still had my company. So I never like met anyone cause I was commuting, um, and was busy with that. And then I started managing Jay Coot before he went to like the finals, Philip Gibbons, who works at, um, Zimmer. Um, everyone knows Philip. Yes. Anyway, the he was like, and I, he was the first person I moved because I had met him in my time at the music. I would bring artists okay. to his radio station. Um, but anyway, he was like, I have somebody you need to meet. He doesn't even have a website. He doesn't have a Twitter account. He needs help. And so I went and sat down with Jake and he was so busy because when you're on a show like that, it is nonstop Time craziness. Out. He was on the voice with no website or no Twitter. Yes. That's hilarious. I and did he not know knew that. he was going into like the televised. I think, I can't remember if he had, there were already some televised. Anyways, he was going into like the top 20, I think. Okay. When I met him. And I said, oh my gosh, okay, just give me all your passwords to everything and I'm going to take it over. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't have time to sit here and teach you how to do it. Just give time. it to me. <laughs> and so I just dove in and made him all the things, website and like spruced up all his social media. Cause that's the time you got to capitalize. You're on national TV Literally. once a week. Come on. Come on. Get it together, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I started working with him and then I started meeting everyone in Cookville because mm-hmm. it was like I want Jake to do this I want Jake. Yes. <laughs> like everybody wanted a piece of him yes um and so then we when he won we planned Hoot at the Hoop and then I met more and more people and then um everything was awesome the only reason I left Jake's team is because I had a second baby and I just couldn't travel back and forth to Nashville all the time it was mm-hmm. too much um so I was like, what can I do when I had my second child in so 20, what year was that? 21, okay. 2021. COVID is such a blur. And I'm like, when I did know. he win the voice? Like, he won it before COVID, which DC. is okay. such a bummer. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I had my child in 2021 and I was like, I can't go to shows every night in Nashville and ditch my husband with two kids. Sure. You know, right. like, that's not fair. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. That's and awesome. I, you made that decision too. I'm yeah. all about like, you know at this point in my life especially like putting priorities priorities, and Mm -hmm. that's that's huge you you put your priorities where they needed to be yeah and my kids are my world you know I want to be at all their stuff I want to be at the middle of the day valentine cookie making thing you know whatever and they're only little one time yeah like for sure it's a short moment so yeah good for you and I always was so like career mindset driven that I feel like i did sacrifice some stuff when my daughter was little anyways um so I was like I can't do this anymore so I said what in the world could I even do in Cookville and there's not really a lot for my background (laughs) (laughs) or I'd be making 30 grand a year and work you know 
eight hours a day chained to a desk and I'm like yeah that no thanks yeah you're like no 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 thank you I don't blame you there (laughs) can't do that coming from Um, what you've done you can't do that yeah and I didn't really want to go and my husband was like you'd be a great real estate agent and I was like no because that's when everybody was becoming yeah a real smart estate smart choice smart. especially you if you want to so much yeah especially when you, if you wanted to say you're like no this is not like a, a stay home with my two kids and do real estate you know no. people think that like oh I'll make my own schedule and I can spend more time with my kids I'm like no they think that about running a business uh, in general yeah and I'm like no that's not the way that you works hustle. like you gotta especially the first like you know if you've heard me and CG and on our podcast before the first three to five years is hustle hustle Crucial. hustle yeah yeah so it's like you know and you took the time to you know yes. make that you know yeah. make time for your kids now right so that was yeah. yeah super smart not getting into real estate here comes me the, <laughs> <laughs> like I should be over trying to recruit people as the you broker owner at the realty firm oh, I mean yeah but I'm over here like yeah don't get into real estate so, no it's just I would never want actually, to actually you made a great decision too because now the market has shifted and changed and yeah. so it's going to get harder and tighter yeah. for those people who got into it at that time uh, yes me and Sabrina Brazel were talking about that this weekend about how because me and her are like gosh it's like so hard holding a deal together it's so hard doing this and she's like yep we all got spoiled there for a minute yeah. and I was like yep now we're back to the normal grind yeah <laughs> the cream of the crop will will rise amen yeah. that is the truth that is the truth which so. I love Sabrina by the way sidebar. oh yeah she's wonderful I went and met her baby it's oh I'm, go- I'm going I'm going I'm going to try to go today so I'm so excited I, I, this weekend when I was talking to her I was like I want to come see him but I don't want to like be in like you know how you are like you know show baby you know like yes. I don't want to be like showing up with everybody you know right. and she's like no stop by because she's great so yeah she well, she's wonderful she so is. and but, she loves you by the oh, way oh yes I love her <laughs> I love that I love, I love her so but you go back so you do you didn't want to be a real estate you're like so nope like, X on the real yeah, estate what could I do so I knew I could still work with clients on like a loose basis but I needed to set my boundaries of. I'm not showing up like at stuff in Nashville. I'll do stuff from my computer and I'll consult with you. But Jake, I was never going to be able to transition backwards with him because he was so used to me being like his right hand woman. So I had to just say, this isn't good for you or me anymore. Like I have to step away. Mm-hmm. which was hard. Um, but I taught his wife how to do some of the things I was doing. So she kind of stepped into my role, <laughs> which is so sweet. Um, but anyway, so I kind of, I shut the company down. I got rid of most of my clients and then I still kept on a few. And then I said, okay, there's no like regular magazine in Cookville. That's interesting because magazines are coming back. Mm-hmm. Print media is, is really, yes. I didn't know that. This is good for me <clears throat> to know. On a local level. Yeah. They are. Okay. I wouldn't say nationally, like people magazine and things like that. Right. It's on a decline, but yeah. on a local level, especially in a community like Cookville, it was shocking to me that there wasn't a real regular lifestyle publication that catered more toward like a younger hip demo, like that focused on the local right. restaurant scene and things like that. And so I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So I texted a bunch of people in town that knew everyone and said, hey, am I going to be stepping on anybody's toes? And they were like, no. And then come to find out. The Herald Citizen does have a quarterly publication. By the way. I, I, didn't I, I didn't know that. It I comes mean, in the newspaper. So yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. And of course, did you ever talk to um, Rachel and Daniel Sutton? Because, you know, they had Nanu yes. and... Um, Tool. Tool, yes. I never did, but a lot of people that knew them very well were like, well, she doesn't do it regular. It's just kind of like... 
Well, Whatever. I think she had kind of quit doing yeah. it by that yeah. time because it, it's been a while. The since last she... one came out in 2021, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was in. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if she's still doing. That. No, I don't, I don't think so at all. I don't yeah. think so at all. Um, but you know, there was, but it was weddings. It was, yes. it was tools, weddings, Not and then the same thing. and then they knew it was about and families. families and kids. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you. you Even still, we're they, in another de- demographic with yeah. the lifestyle, right? Yeah. And so. I didn't want to go into something that was so saturated, you know. So. I started it and was like, okay, I'm going to put this together. What could the theme be? You know, I had to Google, like, how do you make a magazine? (laughs) You had to Google it. I I love that. That was going to be one of my questions. Like, have you worked with a magazine before? Yes. I'd worked with a lot of publications and stuff like that. putting one together, man, that's a whole different. I had to learn Adobe InDesign and all the software Uh, and all that. That was the hardest part. Yeah, that would, yeah, just X me and CG out on learning any of that. If you have to make a spreadsheet, I'm out. <laughs> well, YouTube has so many good videos, but it's tedious having to sit there and watch them for hours, you yeah. know. Yeah. So you're going yeah. out. Yes. And so um funny. anyway, I got like the branding done. I figured out how to do it and I gave myself almost a year cuz the first one came out in October of last year. And um started like teasing it on social media. Mm-hmm. And the it, tease was good. I think the tease is the buildup. Yes. You know, that was one of the reasons that we started this podcast was because of our roommate's home decor. Our, that was smart. Yeah, yeah. it was like, CG was like, we need to get out there and tell people who we are, what we're doing and what we're about. Yeah, because you know? I didn't even know you guys were friends until y'all started all this. Isn't that yeah, crazy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we tried to keep we tried to keep it on the video because it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I would like to maybe one day be back on the Google front magazine lifestyle. If I, if I let everybody know that I'm over with Big Mouth Natalie, they're going to be like, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, right. You so know. I was the first cover yes, model. Oh, I was waiting for that drop. I mean, it was such an honor. And I'm going to be honest, when you reached out, I'd never met you before. Yeah. And you tell me like what you're doing. And I'm like, I've never heard of this person. Yeah. <laughs> have I heard anything about this? But it was, the shoot was going to be at Caitlin Steakley's building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like, hey, meet me in this warehouse in the middle of nowhere. You yeah. won an award. <laughs> so it was like, okay, these things check off. But I had no idea, like, who you were. I know, yeah. Were. And when I met you, I was like, who are you? Tell me, what are you doing in Cookville? Like, yeah. <laughs> and she told me a little bit, like, you know, about herself. Only and you would show up, not really know what I it was know. about. And you're just going to grin. Yeah. I mean, well, listen, I, that I was scared that people would have that, like, what in the world is this mm-hmm. rinky dink thing no, she's think, trying to do? I think Kate Stakely helped you. Cause CG was like, I mean, I knew I was I going, knew I was to, going s- to Caitlin. So, so I'm good. Yeah. You know? And Caitlin, I think, was the one that told me about you because we're friends. And I was like, we were talking about cool things people were doing. And she's like, have you heard about the coffee shop that's starting with? that employs people with disabilities. And I'm like, wait, what? No, tell me more. And so yeah. she told me about you. So you were probably the reason, or she was probably the reason that. That's awesome. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> oh, shout out, Caitlin. So how did you, we were talking about that. How did, how do you pick your list of people, like the most influential and then. So for the- that one, I did nominations um, and for like the movers and shakers, I did nominations and I have a committee meet and vote. So okay. it's not like just me. So can um, you tell us who's on the committee? No. no. So that's kind <laughs> well, of like, that's that's kind of shady. Like you gotta know who oh the no. committee is. Everybody's go like, try to sugar them well, up yeah, and get yeah, on there. But well, like, and they don't want people to know who they are because they don't want any backlash, and they're not getting paid for this. So like you know, I don't want to stress them out. True. Um, I wouldn't want people if yeah. I were on there. You gotta know me. No matter I mean, what, people are. 
pissed about who I choose. No matter for sure. what. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, like, I heard the all. backlash of some of it. So, yeah. I oh, mean, especially like, the first one. Yeah. yeah. And I mean. I was at a party, and I don't think, I didn't know a lot of people was at a birthday dinner, and I didn't know all these people. It was like we all had a mutual friend who was having a birthday. And they were like, what about that magazine? Like, clearly those people paid. And I was on the cover of the magazine. And I'm like, well, I didn't pay. And yeah. I can only speak for myself. So, And a lot of people are confused by that. They think you have to pay to get an editorial feature. People don't understand the difference between editorial and advertising. You know? And yes. a lot of local publications will sell the front cover. Okay. Because that's the only way they make money, okay. you know, but I just didn't want to do that because I feel like it makes it so inauthentic. Right. You know, I agree with you. Um, and I could never imagine like me paying to have that. Okay. CG would not pay. Let's just go ahead. I'm like, because know, I'm like, tight. she's tight. <laughs> She'd be like, that's a what? No, I'm good. <laughs> no, granted, if you just said, Hey, we're going to put the bean on the front cover. Oh, CG would yeah. have been like, whatever we need to do. Whatever we'll get them all out there. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it's like for herself and her, right. she'd be like, uh, nah, I'm but good. it was such but, an honor. Like, and it brought so much attention to the bean. So oh, good. thank Yay. you committee, yeah. whoever you are. <laughs> well, you know, I have the final say, but <laughs> thank you. But yeah, that's the goal because I feel like a lot of people hide behind like their brand or business and they don't ever get showcased for the reason it exists mm-hmm. is you, you know, the story so, behind the brand. Right. Yeah. And we had to choose when we found, when we chose all of the people, we're like, who's the most lovable of this bunch? <gasps> Yay, I was the oh, most Oh goodness. Lovable. And she's over here acting like she's shocked, you know, <laughs> like I'm the most lovable. Yes, AG, we all love. I've been That's telling her this for funny. 20 years now. Yes, AG, we all love you. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves you. Jeez. You really yeah. do. Say that I do say that all the time, but it's okay. Only because we yin and yang each other. So. That's true. And only I can pick on you. So, <laughs> so you've had um, movers and shakers. No, what was second? That was Fronings. Second. Yes. Not home with the Fronings. Yes. And then movers and shakers. And yes. And have you announced the next one? or? It is the fairest of the fair through the years. Oh, that's so, so cute. We're walking down memory lane. Um, I had the idea because it's going to come out in August in the fair. That's when the fair's in the town. The fair is a big deal. Yeah. We are the number one fair in the state of Tennessee. And go to a lot of other these little county fairs. Really? Like, are you yes. sure we're the number yeah, one? We got, yes. Did you know? We won champion of champions at the state like last wow. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, okay. we did. Or maybe it was the year before last. Well, yeah. And we have a huge you. fair board, you right. know. And the mm-hmm. fair is so like. It's a big deal. You go to some other fairs, which of course with with rodeo we do a lot. Yeah. You know, we go. Some of these little fairs are just little rinky-dink fairs, which, hey, more power to all of them because I'm so thankful that that there's so many people out there to keep the agricultural and then just the the essence of the fair because it's like Mm -hmm. old time, you know, like going to the fair. But you go to Putnam counties, and it's like, wow. Like, I think you have to see other little fairs to really appreciate ours. And we have a great fair board, so. So how far back did you go? Um, The second oldest. No way! Who is the second oldest? Pat Hall Coomer is my cover. That's so um, nineteen fifty nine. That Fairest is of the fair. So were you were you able to get Sylvia Horn in there? Yep, okay. she's in there. Sylvia was my English teacher in ninth tenth grade. Everybody, I mean, oh, Miss wow. Horn is like a legend, a legend at Baxter. She so is to speak. hilarious. She's hilarious. <laughs> I bet you she's even gotten more of the I don't care. She had it then years ago. You know, the, the more of the I is. don't care in yeah. there, which is great. Well, she loves the Royals. So oh she, yeah, she like she. <laughs> Too. No, she like goes overseas and yes. has pictures of like her and like by Harry. herself. 
Stop. Like, yeah, like, she, they will stop. Like, they know she's a fan, like, from America. That's, like, they know her. Okay, she's next level. Yeah, she is next level. Gotta That's love Miss Horn. so much fun. 19, yes. not her, but 1959 is how yeah. far back you went. Pack so, how many were you able to get in? Nine total, including the one that won just oh, great. Like, yeah. last week. Yeah. Very two weeks ago. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, we chose one from each decade that oh, cool. has gone on to do really cool things in their life. And that's what I wanted it to be about. Like, this isn't just a pageant. It's a platform for you to do something great, you yes. know? Yes. If you um, choose for it to be. Right, yeah. exactly. There's great opportunity there for sure. I yeah. can't help it, but and, and Addison Bray, man, what she's a hard, what a hard follow-up, I mean, mm-hmm. for her. Because she's amazing. Like, I... It, she like, has been since she was... I know. She like, does, like... She's eight, still so young. And I she does know. 18 things. I, she was at that fair every day last year. And I knew this. Her mom works with us. And oh, I've... Uh, yeah, and Wesley, um, her dad, has always been... And her mom always been friends of mine. And that little girl was at that fair every with a smile on her face taking pictures with people interacting with people it was just so like wow like that's a hard follow-up yeah like I was like ever like I've never seen a fair to the fair and not that and maybe I just haven't paid attention over these right. but one right. that got in there like she did and just smiled and I just saw her taking pictures with so many people and her really just you know putting herself She's like in kid. yeah I just so yeah I'm so yeah. excited I can't wait to read that part yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's so cool. Um, but we did a photo shoot with them all in ball gowns and the oh, crown. Oh, cool! That'll be cool. Yes. So awesome. like Sylvia loved it. I, I said you bet. could show this to the royals uh, next time. You know she's going to. She is straight Definitely. up going to. So I love that. I love that. <laughs> so fair to fair. And so, how do you get these ideas? Like, yeah. um, you Things know, pop into my head. I don't know. Um, the fairest of the fair one just came into my head I knew I wanted to feature the Fronings on the cover so I just thought of what would be a cool way to do that that hasn't already been done on Rich Froning and I feel like we accomplished that because their story had never been told as a whole really right like about Hillary and him right his accomplishments right right when they have a lot you know that they do in especially in Cookville Mm -hmm. that probably people on a national level wouldn't care about Mm -hmm. um and then uh, influential people came because I was like, how do I get people to care about this? Mm-hmm. Let's feature important people in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then maybe they'll they'll share it um, and they'll talk about it. And I, if I can get them to buy into it, then it will be a legitimate thing. And so that's how that started. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll keep going how every year. How long did you, like, this one's coming out in August you've probably already started on the next one November like, I had not yet but okay. it'll be soon so like three months is how long this it one takes. will be about two months because I want to get this one on November 1st right after Halloween because everybody wants to advertise for their holiday stuff fun fact November 1st is CG's boutique anniversary oh we will be nine on November 1st so I need to do an ad oh yes you there do. we go there you go just sold an ad see there you Yay. go sold an ad there you go <laughs> Um, yeah, so that one will be like influential people again, but it'll be 
more holiday because the last one I did was before Halloween. Yes. Last influential people mm-hmm. la- last year. I mm-hmm. want you to do a controversy, a controversial. Oh God! Type. Of course you do. I Natalie. want Natalie to, is I, controversial. I want I to hear am. all the ideas. I <laughs> am. I am. I want like. I, let me tell you something. The dirt sells. <laughs> it does. I mean, the <laughs> dirt sells. Tabloid, Listen, Natalie. I am biz. It's business. It's <laughs> marketing. One one. You know, everybody wants a story. Yes. You know, and everybody wants to know the juice. Oh God. Yeah. So, I'm so nervous of whatever you're. Well, about to I mean, say. no, tell listen, me, no, please. no, no. I would just like to see like some like, you know, like, so like controversy uh, stuff that like has been controversial in Putnam County. You know, like okay. whether it comes to like the homeless people in Putnam County and all that the city has had to, because I know that like um, Eric Walker is a friend of mine who's on the um, uh, city City council. Council. Yes. And Lauren Wheaton, both friends, Um, like, you know what they've had, I know what they've had to endure like on people, you know, with the panhandling and all that, you know, like, you know, what, what have y'all done? You know, it's kind of like what you said earlier, Chelsea, no matter what you do, you're pissing someone off. Oh yeah. So when on the homeless standpoint, there's people 50% 50% of the people are like, help them, help them. The other 50% are annoyed they're an eyesore. Yeah. So Again, it'd be a controversial yeah. issue to post And about. I think that's, influ- the first influential people was controversial because of the people that I chose. Well, well yeah. Well, think so? it, it, it wouldn't matter. Like, well, and it wouldn't <laughs> matter who you chose. You know, like yeah, CG may have talked about that. It wouldn't matter who you chose. Right. Yeah. Um, there would have been somebody some controversy like there. Somebody. somebody don't like somebody. And Tiffany, Anton, and I were talking about it, and she's like, People get so offended that they weren't chosen as a mover and shaker. It's a mag, like it's a local magazine. It comes out quarterly. Like chill, chill. I know. I know. Like, I know. It is an honor, but it's not like you know, it's not the end of the world, right? Like, and I'm just getting started. Like I have a lot to come. I have to save some people. Exactly. You know. Well, like, and, and it's not even that. It's like you know, it, it's like you know, you'll figure out as you go what works, what doesn't. Exactly. It's you a know. learning process. For Again, sure. when you do the controversial issue, and I'm on the front cover <laughs> with my blazer on, like <laughs> you know, bring the controversy. But I also don't want to dive too far into like hard news because I feel like that's the Herald Citizen's job. True. I want to keep True. it light. You True. know. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. And I don't really want to talk about political issues because I don't know what no. I'm talking about. Well, anything <laughs> with political, you get in, again, I, you know, you're going to get 50 50 because that's the country divided these days. But you know? even on local level, like our city council members, they don't run under Democrat or Republican, no. but, but that people are still pissed. So yeah. you just, you know, you cannot please them. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so, okay. So you, so you put the first issue out and how many issues did you print? That's a good question. Um, the first issue, I printed 4000 Wow. Okay. Um, I found a printer in Georgia that was a lot less expensive because... Oh, so you print your own? Yes. Oh, wow. So I thought you um, probably just sent them somewhere. Oh, like... no. I sent them to Georgia. Okay. Yeah. It's like oh, a, okay. a manual... You did send them. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like a massive printing company i tr- i sell- sourced locally i wanted to keep it all local but it was like eight dollars an issue to print i'm like good holy lord holy cow <laughs> yeah wow so that's a lot now i'm printing six thousand um and that keeps it on the shelves of my distributors until the next one comes out it seems mm-hmm. so yeah that's a good number i think i'm gonna stick to but we've all we've grown tremendously each issue so that's good so i'm just trying to think of more ways i can provide value to my um 
advertisers that's but so fun the parties yeah. are so fun too yeah and then people are like do a party for each issue and i'm like <laughs> no because then nobody will come anymore <laughs> it's exhausting <laughs> yeah well i mean real quick i do think we should tell her that we have been on an album oh my god <laughs> i mean do you don't think that's important i mean me and you have been on a country music album we, we sang back up for rodney atkins um, on his breakout album um, in like 06. <laughs> Gang vocals? This is a true story. Uh, no, uh, the, uh, what was the, what was Going Through Hell? It was the same. And so the song was called What I Love About the South. Yes, and they still play oh, it. Lord. They still play it at rodeos and I hear it and I'm like, that's me. <laughs> um, Natalie literally put it on her resume when we got out of college. That are she you had serious? I did. Well, at album. the time we got out of college. He was a big deal, you know, and still is a big deal. I mean, yes. but yeah, so we go in, we're laying out at his pool we with his, with his then wife. Then so wife. We were, oh, so y'all were friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. Natalie we were friends. was friends with them. Yeah. And we were college roommates. So, and they had a pool. So yeah. And so CG's yeah. like, I'm going with you to By Rodney, default. Rodney Taylor's <laughs> pool. And so he's in their house in Baxter in his in-house recording studio with like egg crate up on the wall. Is that what yeah, it's like called? Egg, yeah. Like eggshell mattress egg, yeah. is mm-hmm. all around him. And he's like, Hey girls, come in here. I need y'all to hit a lick for me or something. And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So we go in and we, sing the background chorus literally oh, so you're doing like gang vocals you aren't you didn't have to be on pitch or anything yeah no. uh, i don't need yeah no this was he, like, uh, he was like and then he had to be like don't sing it. <laughs> he would be like don't sing it just, <laughs> just say, say it, it. Oh. and i'm like what i love and he's like no that's wrong and it's like she was we trying had to, to take, make our big break we had to take like 18 but if <laughs> literally i thought we were just like helping you know and then it went on the album Literally, oh and he gave gosh. us credit on he the Yeah, because we did have to sign something. Yeah. yeah, I think we had to sign something like, you know, we're going to give you credit. Should yeah. I be getting royalties for this? Uh, listen, no, I'm because going. when you're oh. a musician, you get paid for your work. But you should have gotten paid. Well, I'm not. Rodney is coming after you. Rodney, we're not coming after you. <laughs> Don't worry. We told I'm pretty sure we signed something. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm 99% we sure did, we did. Because it was. to spell our name correctly. Yes. Rodney, I'm going to need a donation to the exceptional beans. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Rodney. And while you're out there, how about you and uh, you and Rose, your wife, now come up and uh, yeah. Well, this is an invite, mm-hmm. and Chelsea yeah. would love to talk to you guys more too. There you go. Up, oh, I've got your full circle. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Get around. on the podcast. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so yes, fun. but no, uh, that was like I said, that was my plug. But that's about it. So um, on my end. Well, I'm so <laughs> glad you moved to Cookville. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I love it here. It's the best. It's a Hallmark movie town. Is it what definitely I tell is. That's yeah. a good way to describe and it. And you've been such a huge help. Um, I will give a plug again to Jake who Chelsea got Jake and we all worked together to do a benefit concert yes. for the bean and we were able to pay off our construction debt for the coffee shop through Chelsea and Jake helping us. But so they still need more donors. Of course. Yeah. I'm going to help do. the bean with some PR yes, stuff now. So I'm very excited. Yes. And thank you because every little thing helps. So she's using her talents and skills to help our community as well. So I appreciate that. Of course. Anything, I love it. Anything else you want to say, Chelsea, to our listeners? <clears throat> um, no, just thank you, ladies, so much for having mm-hmm. me. I can't wait to come out and check out Roommates. Yes. Yep. Say the address. 1399 Midway Road, Smithville, Tennessee. Where do we find you on Home social decor. media? Cookville Lifestyles on all the things. And we have a website, and we post different content on our website that's in the magazine and the same content. Sometimes it gets regurgitated, but you can Thanks find out about like, today. We'll restaurants coming into town and things like that on the website. Awesome. So, Thank so. you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Dad.